untitled drabble by the unsweetened truth, M'Baku, an original character. Desiree was tired. Once again, she'd walk out of a date with another man who found her intelligence, her ideals, her body to be too big to handle. In order to try to handle her, he began talking shit. You know you'll never get a man acting like that. Chris or Craig or whatever the fuck his name was said. I'm sorry, acting like what? Desiree was playing dumb. Let this nigga dig his own hole. Carlos couldn't let the moment to educate her pass. He sat up in his seat, leaning forward eagerly. You act too smart and too busy. I mean, I want a woman who knows more than I do or who makes more than I do. I'm the man, so I'm supposed to provide for you and what you know so much about politics for anyways. I don't even see the point in voting. I'm going to be fine irregardless. Desiree made note that irregardless was being used incorrectly and took a sip of water. They hadn't even ordered yet. And I need a woman who's all about me and what I have going on anyways. I'm sorry, what is it you do? I'm a real estate agent, but I work at Target too. Do you have your realtor's license? Well, nah, but I'm working on it. So you work at Target. Desiree rolled her eyes discreetly. She was supposed to quit her job as the pricing manager of a major freight and logistics company to make him feel better about himself. She took another sip of water. Yeah, I can get you a discount on jeans and pants and stuff. Desiree thought if the discounted Target would be worth it, but then decided she'd rather pay full price at Target every day for the rest of her life than to deal with his attitude. You can lose some weight and then I'll help you get some Target clothes. Excuse me. Her tone was icy. Any other man with sense would have immediately backtracked. Corey wasn't that smart. Yeah, you could lose like a hundred pounds. I don't need a fat girl who's going to crush me while I'm doing it. Doing it. Yeah, she was done. Desiree took another sip of water before lighting into this sorry excuse for a person. Why would you think I'd want to fuck you? You're a pathetic man intimidated by the success of a black woman because you have none of your own. Quite frankly, you're not up to my standards, and I pity the woman who will settle and up put up with your misogynistic crap, is what she wanted to say. But there are so many women who end up getting killed after rejection or embarrassing a man, so instead she just got up and walked away. Desiree sat at the bar of a hotel down the block. She didn't want to go home and deal with her sister who kept setting her up with these losers. Lexi had it in her head that Desiree should be out living her life, sleeping around and having fun before settling down and having two kids, just like she did. But Desiree had no desire to settle for a man just for sex and an occasional outing. 
She wanted to be swept off her feet by a secure man who didn't demand her submission but willingly accepted. Who was worthy of being submitted to. She was the youngest pricing manager at her big time logistics company. She was the final decision maker on several sales, approving millions of dollars in revenue a year. She owned her own home, drove a car she bought herself, and had good friends that supported her. So what, she hadn't had a relationship since high school. She had all the other aspects that made up a great life. The man would come later. Is his seat taken? A deep voice rumbled next to her and Desiree turned to look at the owner. Good God, she thought. This man was gorgeous. He was broad-shouldered, bulging muscles showing through the top button-up of his suit jacket. He unbuttoned the first two buttons showing his throat and Desiree had to fight the urge to nuzzle the skin there. Not that she'd be able to reach. At five foot four and 220 pounds, he dwarfed her. He was taller than she was sitting on a bar stool. Desiree wanted to be picked up by this bear of a man, seated on his lap, wrapped in his arms. A throat clearing shook her from her thoughts. She'd been staring. Her face felt hot with embarrassment. When she glanced back at him, she saw a smirk on his face and she ducked her head, gesturing to the seat to her right. He signaled the bartender and Desiree felt like a creep watching his thick fingers tap on the bar. She noticed his nails were clean, but the hands had the calluses of a man used to manual labor. No ring. Her heart leapt at the thought that he wasn't taken, but she tried to calm herself. In her experience, not having a ring didn't mean anything except that he wasn't wearing one. You make a habit of staring at strangers. His voice once again rang through her ears. His accent, just like the rest of them. Thick. Desiree met amused eyes. Only if the stranger is interesting enough to catch my eye. His eyes darkened and Desiree bit her lip at her boldness. She was not like this normally. The bartender setting down his drink saved her from the power of his gaze. I'm Mbaku, he said, holding out a hand. Desiree. The way M'Baku said her name back to her made her want to make it him say it all night. Are you a guest at the hotel? Desiree felt her frustration return at the reminder of what her night had been like so far. No, I ducked in here to get away from a bad date. M'Baku signaled to the bartender again to bring her another drink. Why don't you tell me about it? M'Baku had seen the beautiful Desiree while she was at dinner. He'd been with T'Challa, Eric, and some American businessmen, hoping to wine and dine them into working out a deal. M'Baku wasn't interested, preferring to look around the fancy restaurant he could tell wouldn't serve enough food. Something had caught his attention. Glory to Anuman, he thought, looking at the woman. She was elegant looking. Natural hair a cloud around her face, delicate shoulders exposed in an off-the-shoulder top tucked into a shimmery skirt. 
The skirt reflected blue in the lights of the chandelier and highlighted wide hips and around behind. She was gorgeous, and M'Baku spent many moments staring at her. His eyes slid over to the person with her. Her dinner companion was a small man, not just in stature, but M'Baku can tell that he was small in mind as well. His body language towards the woman in front of him was dismissive and distant. M'Baku wanted to snatch the man up by the collar and give him a shake before whisking the woman away. What he wouldn't give to have such a woman dress up for him, or undress. He could tell that the woman was annoyed with the man who was now eager, eagerly talking her ear off. Before he could make the decision to rescue her from her date, she got up, gathered her things, and walked out. He heard the man complain about her, but he was a harmless punk who didn't do anything. Mbaku slumped and tried to listen to the schmoozing going on around him. He'd missed his opportunity. When he'd entered the hotel, he caught the glimmer of a sequined skirt out of the corner of his eye. He didn't explain himself to T'Challa or Eric, walking towards Desiree without a backwards glance. He wouldn't let another opportunity pass him by. Now he was sitting, listening to Desiree lament the details of her short-lived date. She was more beautiful up close. Her hand gestures wild and her hair moved as she did. Mbaku watched as her lips moved. He was enamored. Well, his loss is my gain, Mbaku said, sliding his arm across the back of her chair. He was testing the waters. It was clear she was attracted to him, but enough to spend the night together? Enough to possibly spend their lives? Mbaku was all in already. Desiree leaned into him. My night has definitely turned around. She had a sexy smirk on her face. Mbaku moves in to whisper in her ear. Would you like to make the night better? Her eyes smoldered. It was a go. Desiree was in the elevator standing across from Mbaku on the way to the top floor, panicking on the inside. She was a modern 21st century woman. She had her fair share of sexual experiences, but never so soon after meeting someone. She didn't think of it as a one-night stand, though. She could tell that he was serious. He'd listened to her and wanted to make her night better. Desiree was someone who went off of vibes with a person, and she felt safe with M'Baku, as she'd known him for a longer time than just the night. Plus, even if it was only a one-night thing... Desiree knew it would be the best night of her life. She pushed off the wall of the elevator to approach M'Baku. His eyes were dark as he watched her. When she was chest to chest with him, she pressed up to her toes. He bent his head and met her halfway, pressing soft, full lips to her own. His beard tickled her chin and she slipped her tongue in his mouth. His hands ran down the length of her spine, over her hips, to curve to her ass and squeezed. Desiree moaned into his mouth, and M'Baku pulled away to press kisses to her forehead, her cheeks and her neck suckling in a way that had Desiree mewling. The ding of the elevator wrenched them away from each other. Desiree smiles at him bashfully, and 
M'Baku answered with a grin of his own. He held out a hand, and she placed hers in his. They walked in silence, hand in hand to his room. They were really going to do this, and Desiree couldn't wait. M'Baku fishes the key out of his pocket and opens the door for her. Desiree steps into the suite. It was extremely fancy. She could tell from his clothing that this man wasn't like anything she dealt with before, but his hotel reiterated this. She took in the neatness. Clothes hung in the closet behind glass doors, and a fur throw was at the end of the bed. Desiree ran her hand through the fur before turning back to M'Baku. He was watching her move around his place. The air between them was thick with anticipation of what was to come. They both knew what the other wanted. It was just a matter of who would make the first move. It was M'Baku this time. He slowly crossed the room, shrugging off his dinner jacket. The white button-up was tight across his chest and his muscles rippled with each step. He wrapped thick arms around her waist before lowering his head and kissing her again. It was the same dance in the elevator, lips sliding along, tongues delving into another's mouth. M'Baku nipped at her lips, tugging at the skin of her lower lip. Desiree wrapped her arms around his neck. Sliding his hands to her thighs, he hoisted her up. She wrapped her legs around his waist. She wasn't in love before she was now. This was some movie shit. She never thought she'd meet a man who could handle her in this way. Mbaku sat on the bed before lying back, Desiree straddling his hips. She felt his erection press into her core and wound her waist to grind on him. She reached to begin unbuttoning his shirt, caressing his skin as she went. He moved to help her undress, stroking her belly and putting calloused hands on her breasts. He pulled her nipples through her bra and he felt her grind down on him harder. They rushed to get the other's clothes off, getting distracted as more skin exposed and pressing kisses to each other. When Desiree saw M'Baku's erection, she felt faint. He was big everywhere. His fingers slipped into her panties and he played with her swollen clip before going lower to find her already slippery. Desiree's eyes closed against the sensation. His fingers were thick, playing with her, stretching her wide. Condoms? I don't have any. I didn't plan this. Mbaku's rough voice sounded in her ear as he kept fingering her. I'm clean. So am I. You can pull out. Mbaku groaned and Desiree was tossed on her back. M'Baku felt wild with a need he hadn't felt in a long time. This woman was stirring his blood on fire underneath his skin. She was allowing him to kiss and caress her, but also go inside and bring them both pleasure. He kissed her as he removed the rest of her clothes. Desiree's dark nipples were puckered for his pleasure, and he ducked his head to suckle. Her moans were music to his ears as he alternated between both plucking with his fingers at the other. He leaned back to grip his dick, the head leaking already. He was hard and ready. He tapped the head on her clit after a few times before going in as slow as he could. 
Mbaki felt her stiffen up. He did his best to keep still, but she was warm and wet and tight. He wasn't even halfway in, and he felt like he would burst already. Are you okay? Yeah, she was panting. Just go slow. Mbaku pulled out and pushed back in further. He heard her make a noise that had him dig in her deeper. His mouth fit over hers as he moved his hips, his dick sliding against her slowly, pulling on her clit. Mbaku, she cried out. She was gushing over him, and he kept slipping and sliding deeper until he was all the way in. They were both panting while Mbaku whined his hips into her. What is it, baby? What do you need? That's it. Keep going like that. You got me so wet. She was winding her hips back on him, setting a new pace, and Mbaku changed his stroke to keep up. His head was full of her. What was she doing to him? A deep groan wrenched its way out of his throat. Her pussy was gripping him. Shit. Oh, shit. Desiree wrapped her legs around his waist and was bucking into him. He looked down to where they were joined and she was creaming, painting his dick white. The heavy sounds of skin slapping and Desiree calling him daddy was fading away to a ringing noise in his ears. He needed to pull out before he came. Come on, Desiree. Come for me. He kept dragging his dick, thrusting hard. He felt her squeeze around him, gripping him almost painfully. She cried out loudly, gripping his arms and dragging her nails down his bicep. The pain mixed with the overwhelming pleasure had him scrambling to pull out. He drenched her clit in folds with his cum, his orgasm longer, stronger than he'd ever experienced. He had a brief thought of coming inside her before brushing it away. Now that he'd found her, he had no intention of letting her go. There'd be other opportunities. He looked at Desiree. She had a blissful look on her face and was laying boneless with glassy eyes. He'd fucked her well. He rolled over to the side of the bed and struggled to get to his feet. She'd fucked him good just as well. His legs were shaking. He came back with a warm, wet rag to clean up the mess they made. When he was finished, he went back into bed and pulled Desiree into his arms, navigating around the wet spot they'd left. Desiree was asleep, small puffs of breathing tickling his neck. Mbaku was the epitome of satisfaction. He would wake her up in a few hours for another round, but... He was content to watch her, the woman he wanted in his future.